All right, welcome back into the Big Red Revival podcast, episode 12. And the week is finally here, uh, emphatically known by, here in Nebraska as uh, hashtag Iowa Hate Week. Um, Nebraska goes into Maryland, gets a much-needed victory to keep their bowl, bowl hopes alive uh, in a dominating fashion uh, from start to finish. Uh, definitely the most complete game Nebraska's put together this season. Uh, Scott Frost able to get his second uh, Big 12 or Big 10 road victory. And uh, improved to five and six on the season, which sets up a big week here in Nebraska with the uh, our neighbors to the east of us coming to town and a uh, bowl game on the line. So, you know, after a long, disappointing season, um, you know, what more could you ask for with uh, your rival coming to town uh, with everything on the line and, you know, a chance to, you know, end your season on a good note, go to a bowl game and maybe even get above 500, you know, if everything breaks our way. So um, let's just start with the uh, the Rut- or the uh, Maryland game. I mean, they might as well be Rutgers. Uh, the Jesus. New Rutgers. Yeah, the, the Rutgers uh, light, I guess. Um <laughs> I, I mean, I had no idea how bad Maryland actually was. I guess they're dealing with a boatload of injuries. I think they played four quarterbacks against us. But uh, that was uh, one of the worst teams I've seen in college football, and especially at the uh, like major Power 5 level. What did you guys see out there Saturday uh, from, the, from Nebraska and from Maryland? I mean, that was just a good old-fashioned butt-whooping. We, we haven't seen uh, a victory like that from Nebraska in, in quite some time where it was just – kind of uh, got out of control early, and, and no one really looked back. I mean, it was the first time we've been able to see this team kind of step on someone's throat and just keep going. Right. And uh, it was, you know, really refreshing, uh, you know, from a fan standpoint to to see this team finally kind of turn that corner and be able to do that to somebody else just to kind of show their superior talent. I mean, we, top from top to bottom, we're the better team on yeah, Saturday. absolutely. And, and we showed it, and we took care of business, and... I think that's just a huge, huge thing going into a game like this one where, you know, it's been a while since we've had a, a game with this much meaning. So right. really, really uh, encouraging um, to, to watch and excited for this upcoming week. Yeah, Drew, what did you see uh, from the Huskers on Saturday? Well, for one thing, we've all been clamoring for uh, a full four-quarter game of execution. Absolutely. Which was definitely there. Uh, we saw a lot of kind of creative plays, using guys, um, you know, good tackling. I like that. I, what I really also uh, I noticed was just that our guys were flying around, having fun, cheering on each other. It seemed like the most together, most unified effort we've had all season, which is coming at the right time. And, you know, it's just a really a good step to get us where we need to be mentally and physically to play the most important game we're going to play all year. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Saturday uh, the ball bounced in Brass's favor. Every every 50-50 ball or lucky break went our way. I mean, there was that uh, touchdown pass in the end zone that uh, Martinez uh, threw, I mean, poorly, and it went <laughs> – it hit a – a Maryland player in the hands and then went to the safety and then bounced off him and straight into JD's hands for a touchdown. So it was just like anything that could go our way. Absolutely did. Um, it started with the uh, fumble recovery by, uh, what was it? Dismuke. Yep. Uh, yep. And, and, you know, it was just on from there. So, um, we finally got a large dose of Ramir Johnson finally made an appearance. What'd you guys see from Ramir Johnson? What would you see out of that? Did you think that, uh, maybe we should have been seeing a little bit more of him through the season or what would you see out of him? I saw, I saw like the potential, some flashes, some good, but also some youth and inexperience. Yeah. He definitely made some plays. Um, there were some other times where he left a little bit to be desired, you know, but overall I thought he did a great job and he showed the flashes of what everyone, you know, wanted to see from him. 
But I do see that he's still a true freshman, and there were some plays where uh, he either didn't see it with his vision or, like, didn't catch the ball or, you know, some freshman mistakes. But overall, I thought he did a great job. Yeah. Zach? Yeah, I mean, I you kind of saw – what you saw from Dedrick Mills early in the season. Not really reading blocks, not really reading the holes very often, but run I mean really running hard and and that like Drew said that that comes with with the youth that that Ramir Johnson uh, that, that he has, but you know, I think it's really going to be good for him going forward with with 18 carries in the game and and gaining that valuable experience yeah. and and there wasn't a lot of pressure on the line for him when he did come in, you know, we pretty much had the had the game in hand. So he got to really play a lot more relaxed than what he would have early in the season. And, yeah, I mean, excited about him in the future. But, yeah, he's got he's got to grow a little bit and both physically and, and mentally on the field. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he got 18 carries, which a lot. But, uh, you know, only amassed 55 yards out of it, you know, three yards a clip. So, But um, did end up getting his uh, first collegiate touchdown. So that's good to see. But, uh, yeah, he definitely um, – I see why they wanted to redshirt him. He's, he's not quite – uh, ready for the Big Ten uh, work workhorse, you know, load. Right. So, um, you know, I think he's still, unfortunately, underneath that uh, track guy that plays football. Um, yep. But, um, you know, there definitely were some signs. But, um, you know, it's good to finally see Diedrich Mills just getting yep. the heavy workload and just, you know, let's ride this guy, you know. This, this is what he's here for. This is what he came here for, to be a workhorse. And, you know, this is, what, three games in a row now that uh, – since uh, Wandell's been out, that uh, we have really relied heavily on on uh, Dedrick Mills and also on Martinez in the quarterback run game. I mean, he's it, that really that really gets Martinez going. That you know in the QB run yeah. game, so gets him feeling good. And then you know off of that, you get play action pass and just uh, kind of opens up everything else. Um, you know, another true freshman that we saw quite a bit of Saturday was uh, our boy McCaffrey. And, yeah, um, love that guy. Yeah, Mister Mister Do It All. Um, he had five five pass attempts, ten carries, and a catch. We know we saw him line up at receiver. Um, just a just an all around football player, which you would expect nothing less uh, coming from a guy like that. Out of, right? Yeah, out of his uh, pedigree. <laughs> um, so wh- I don't know. You think that uh, we see McCaffrey maybe uh, on Friday um, lining up at receiver, running back, quarterback? What do you think? To we're going to see out of McCaffrey here uh, against Iowa on Friday. I think he gets in the game earlier, maybe as like a receiver. Yeah. Where they actually throw in the ball or like a bubble screen, just kind of set it up for him later to, to throw like a bubble screen pass or something later. But I think they're going to integrate him a little bit in like the regular offense as a receiver or a ball carrier, but set him up for the trick plays later. Yeah, I I would agree. I think if we don't at least have at least one or two packages with him involved, gotta have a package. um, I I think it's a coaching fail all around, but what I, what I foresee happening, and this is more of a bold prediction than anything is we've seen that reverse pass a couple times this year. Now, don't be surprised if you see a, a different type of variation on that play to kind of catch him off guard and almost like a trick play and and you know maybe some different routes that they mix mix in there or you know or whatever have the it might what, roll out yeah, off of it whatever it might be um, I wouldn't be shocked to see a variation of that play against Iowa because ultimately we're going to have to pull out all the stops to get this W and and that's something that you know they saw in film and they're going to be coaching their defense too yep. oh yeah absolutely they'll be dialed in but like what Zach's saying if we have a trick play off the trick play what I'm really looking forward to in terms of McCaffrey is he's a true blue 
clutch gamer. Yeah. Like, he's the real deal. He, he's he gonna, wants it. He, he's going to rise to the occasion in the biggest game here. Yeah. And so I hope he gets the opportunity to And it's good to, to see that. from the, the young guys. Yeah. I mean, we've already saw it from Wandell earlier this season. Yep. Crunch time, that guy wants the ball. And McCaffrey's the same way. So, I mean, just really bodes well for the future. But, uh, you know, we're not really looking at the future right now. We've got a huge game against Iowa coming to town. Um, Iowa is is Iowa. Uh, you know, we know what they're about, what they're going to do. They're not going to beat themselves. They're not going to give up a whole lot of yards. Um, they've only they've only given up over 20 points once a season, and that was 24 to Wisconsin. So um, this is going to be, you know, this is going to be a, your Big Ten game. This is going to be a field position game. Um, luckily, uh, Saturday, I feel like we finally found maybe a kicker. Um, you know, our kickers went four for four on field goals plus uh, six for six on extra points. So it was that uh, club soccer kid that came in and, you know, struck the ball well. I mean, I didn't it, – it felt – it looked good every time yeah. he kicked the ball. So um, I think that's going to play a pivotal role here, especially against Iowa. And then, um, you know, the weather's looking pretty – pretty shitty out uh pretty similar to last year a little freezing rain type game so you know a classic big 10 game so it's um you know a lot on the line um and you know there's a whole lot of talk back and forth um about the rivalry between nebraska and iowa and i I almost feel like it's almost more between the fans than it actually is between the two teams Um, uh i kind of agree i kind of feel the same feeling yeah because i mean there's not a whole lot of history but there's definitely a whole lot of hate that goes on between the two fans bases so um i'm definitely tired of hearing iowa talk about four in a row and i'm also tired of hearing nebraska talk about oh you don't have any national championships so it's um it's time to go out and you know beat them on the field break this four game losing streak to them and shut them up zach you you've got a different perspective than me and drew on the rivalry you you lived in des moines for a couple years and uh and you married an iowa girl so uh kind of tell us a little bit about iowa from that side of things and kind of what what you saw living in Iowa uh, as a rivalry. Well, you know, the greatest thing about Dayton and Iowa girls, they never really expect a ring. So (laughs) (laughs) I had to throw it out there. It doesn't really apply to me, but it's just plain funny. You coughed one up. No. (laughs) Yeah, I lived in Des Moines for about four years. It's a little bit closer to Iowa State than than Iowa City, which is good because you don't have to smell that uh, as much. But um, no, Iowa fans are exactly the same in person as they are on as keyboard warriors or on the Internet and all that. Yep. Um, I will say, you know, Iowa, it's it's 100% hate towards Nebraska for whatever reason. Right. I moved there, uh, I think, our first year joining the Big Ten. And within our first, you know, one or two years, we were in the Big Ten Championship. So they had to love that. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, they – I mean, this is their Super Bowl outside of Iowa State. And I, th- I feel like they think they're too good for Iowa State too. But right. But this is definitely their Super Bowl. But a lot of, you know, a lot of the outside noise is saying that, you know, they're not really playing for anything. So we have a shot. But – I don't think that's the case. I, I think they're going to bring their their normal game. They're going to they're going to ground and pound. They're going to do their thing and um, whatnot. But you know, as far as living there, you know, I I took it on the chin when we <laughs> when we lost. But uh, the years I was there, we that's the years that Burkhead would run thirty eight times for one hundred and twenty yards. Amir, yeah. And back back in that time, we were actually beating them the way that they beat a lot of teams. We just you know. You know, out muscled them, out manned them. We grinded it down their throat and did what we need to do to get the the victory. And and since then, it's not been that way. But you know, I I, I feel good about this one and and hope that we can get it done. Yeah, um, you know, they talked to the coaches about it, and you know, 
Scott Frost kind of downplays it or whatever, but I, I don't know. Would you guys like to see maybe a little bit more from the players and coaches about this rivalry? That way we can get it going because, you know, I feel like on the Iowa side, um, they're they're all in on it. I mean, the football players, you see you see on Twitter all the uh, Iowa, you know, uh, pro guys, the George Kittles, yep. all those guys are always, uh, you know, talking about Nebraska. So it's, uh, you know, for – for them, you know, West not being rivals with them, they uh, we sure 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 do uh, take up a lot of headspace uh, for the guys. So free rent, yeah, exactly, <laughs> living there, you know, rent free. So um, I feel like that, you know, I would like to, you know, see the coaches and some of the players come out and say, you know, uh, kind of just you know, buy into like the legitimacy you, of this rivalry. Exactly. You see the Ohio State and Michigan. It's like Ohio State came and said, like, hey, if we lose this game, this is a failure. Nothing we yeah. do all season is as important as this game. And these guys are fighting for a national championship, but they're saying if we don't beat michigan and not to mention they're still going to go to the playoff if they don't beat michigan they're saying if we don't beat michigan this season is a failure and i don't know i just would like to see something like that out of out of our out of our team from our side and you know it starts at the top of the head coaches uh with the head coach and you know with uh, martinez so um i think we've got i like our chances on on friday like you said it's time to pull out every every last play that you every gadget play you've had drawn up that you've been holding on to that you've been seeing something on a film that you like it's time to pull out all the stops um you know everybody needs to be involved i know um ramir unfortunately if he plays he's going to burn his red shirt but um you know I, I don't know if he's you wanting to do that or not, but I think maybe we could see McCaffrey at running back if uh, Wandell's not able to go. But um, I don't know, Drew. What do you what do you think about the rivalry? You think that we need to it needs to be played up more and get it to where it is like the Oklahoma Nebraska, <laughs> yes, Oklahoma yes. Colorado. That's exactly where I was going to go. So I definitely think the rivalry exists, and uh, our players like they understand the rivalry to a degree, but I don't think they're bought in or have as much. Uh, hatred as like in the Oklahoma old days, you yeah. know? Like yep. I feel like this is like uh, the stepbrother to that rivalry. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like if we win a few of these games, maybe we'll buy in a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, to that point, I mean, when you go back to the, like the Colorado and the Oklahoma rivalries and things like that, like that was almost like a like a broken marriage at that point. It feels like we're still kind of dating Iowa and kind yes. of just yeah. feeling them out. You know, we're on like the sixth, seventh date, and we're not we're not really sure of what we want to do there. Yep, uh, it's still really early, even though it's been almost ten years. But I feel like it's getting there. You know, with all the chatter that happens each and every year. But um, no, I mean, and especially if we start <laughs> winning a couple of these games, you know, yeah. that's yeah. going to make make it even a stronger rivalry. Right. Absolutely, I feel um, like so. Iowa wants to make it Facebook official, <laughs> but Nebraska has not accepted that yet. Yeah, and you know, I mean, back to the Colorado and the Oklahoma rivalries, like those were those were also bigger time because those were you know for a national championship yeah you know or for at minimum a conference championship and right now we're playing for a fucking bowl game and they're playing for a nine win season so uh, i mean you know at this point in time though that a bowl game right now is big to us and then you know getting the nine wins regular season maybe getting the 10 wins with the bowl win is big so i think uh you know if we can get to the point where like uh, Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota are playing at this yeah. year. That's a top 10 battle for the Big Ten West title and a potential trip to the Rose Bowl. It's like if we can get to that point where this game is, hey, it's got Rose Bowl implications. Yeah. I mean, I think that just kind of, you know, makes it a bigger bigger scenario and whatnot. But, um, you know, I'm all in on the Iowa rivalry. Oh, like yeah. I, every chance I get, I, I love to hate on Iowa. 
I mean, I was tweeting out the news like, hey, you know, I live in Omaha, so it's like half of the news is talking about small town <laughs> fucking Iowa. So I'm like, hey, can you know, we need the whole whole state pulling in the same direction this week. Uh, can you guys ban all all Iowa weather and uh, news this week? That way, you know, it's just I don't know. I think that because uh, you see the news stations in Des Moines and whatnot. I mean, shit. I mean, we're on their uh, radio or their airwaves more than more than the Hawkeyes are. So. They love to talk about us, so mm-hmm. it is what it is. But uh, you know, I like our chances going into Friday. Um, but back to Saturday, you know, just the, how complete the game was. Um, we had ten different players with a catch on uh, on last Saturday against Maryland. So uh, it was one of those good games where we got to play all the young guys. Got uh, Ben Hart in there on the offensive line. Got a couple guys on the uh, Ty Robinson. Got yep. some more playing time. So it was just good to see uh, more players get in and just get some experience because it you know it matters, especially if uh, we're going to be trying to you know have a large jump next season. Did you Drew? Did you see anybody out there of the young guys that uh, kind of jumped off or off the page or um, that you like seeing out there that you hadn't seen this season? Uh, I mean, the freshman linemen is going to get their feet wet. Yeah. Um, I wasn't able to dial into them too hard. We already talked about Raymer, but I like seeing him, you know, get his feet wet because the difference between practice and the real game is huge, right? right. Like, absolutely. Practice is uh, it's comfortable. You know what you're doing. But the real game, it's like, I mean, there's dudes over there trying to kill you. Yeah. So you can't ever feel that feeling until you actually play. Yeah. So when all those freshmen get in, it, it introduces them to real game stuff and steps their game up. They're like, oh, shit, this dude's really good. I'm. Mean, this is where I need to get to this level right. to compete. Yeah. Uh, you know, we finally got the uh, – He's been kind of on the milk carton, uh, Jalen Bradley. Yeah, um, right. he finally got in the game, and God, I would, I'd love to see that guy get a little bit more playing time, especially if we're going to be having Wandell maybe not be uh, playing Friday. Um, I think that he, you know, at least body type wise, yeah. um, could be a guy that we could utilize against Iowa, Absolutely. pound the rock a little bit. So, well, I think I think he's going to give us a better chance to make plays than you know, White Majeure or Brody Belt, even though I like them. Right. You know, Jalen Bradley's way more explosive. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, and then the defense, I thought they had one of their best games. And, yeah. You know, maybe uh, maybe we get to see uh, maybe the black shirts come out on Black yeah. Friday against Iowa. Right. Um, you know, that would be such a flex I thought, on them. Oh, yeah, right? I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I would like to see something just come out and set the tempo that, hey, yeah. this is a big game. Come out in the black jerseys or come out in the all red uniforms that we've been seeing on Twitter, all the re- recruits have been posting themselves and like those all red uniforms are fucking clean as hell like oh yeah uh i don't know if we've i think maybe back in 92 or 93 it was like 86 against oklahoma okay that was last time we got beat by them and that's why they're kind of like the new age white on whites yeah the surrendered whites yeah so but uh i'd like to see those uh red on reds or the the black jerseys but you know just something to just i don't know exactly so I think one of the best things I see in like rivalry, rivalry week is uh, when uh, USC and UCLA play and they both wear their home jerseys, yes. you know, saying like, hey, this is our home field or whatever. Right. Like, and it just, it's very uh, pleasing on the eyes mm-hmm. to see the... Uh, and we all know Taylor likes jerseys. Oh, man. I, I, I honestly think that's probably my biggest thing about uh, European soccer. Like, I'm real into <laughs> European soccer. And they always wear solid uh, color jerseys against solid color jerseys. And it's like, this is appealing. This is stimulating on my eyeballs right, right now. Like, this looks good. So, my biggest beef with soccer jerseys... Is they have too many brands and logos on the front though. I hate that shit. See, I I 
I think it looks good. Really? Um, the NBA is doing it now, and yep. it looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Clippers are sponsored by Bumble. So that's... <laughs> yeah, that's... they have some weird sponsors. <laughs> LA Lakers were Wish.com. Yeah. So it's it's weird, but uh, I, I think the soccer jerseys do it right. At least yeah. some of the, the big-time European school, or, uh, clubs do. But um, no, and then, uh, you know, back on the offense, and it was the uh, third game, third time in four games that uh, Nebraska's racked up over 500 yards of total offense. So the offense is starting to pick up and yep. starting to find its legs, um, similar to what we saw at the end of last season. Yeah, and so, JD, he had seven catches for a hundy and a touchdown. JD is, you know, doing his thing, yep. and, you know, he's going to mess around and, uh, you know, probably be second team all Big Ten. Yep. And then uh, he's got a decision to make after the season. I'm not sure. I'm not. Completely sold that he's 100% coming back next season, yeah. even though I don't necessarily think he's a uh, big-time Sunday guy. But uh, No, but I think his I think draft value, yeah. I don't think it's going to go up, even if he balls out next year. Yeah. I think he is where he is in the draft right. radar. I think he's Slot got some receiver. free advice from some uh, he's family. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely yes. got uh, a good insider to let yeah. him know where he stands at. So um, it would obviously be, not, be nice to have him back because, oh, yeah. you know, this was his first time playing Iowa. Uh, this, he's been hurt at the yeah. end of the year for so two years in a row. Last two Time years, last year, oh, yeah, the last two years, uh, he hasn't played. So uh, it's gonna be good to have him going. And you know, you hear rumors back and forth. I've heard it on both ends whether Wandell is gonna play or not. But you know, we need all hands on yeah. deck here. So and not to mention that Noah's done for the yeah. year. Oh yes, Tanavaya uh, Noah. <laughs> I'm and I'm super proud of myself for getting that name yeah. out like that. That yeah. was uh, that was a pretty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was, patch up yeah, that. you know, just mid-sentence like that. So that's pretty exciting. Um, but no, so uh, Noah's done for the season. I'm um, not losing any sleep over not having him. Though, yeah, it sucks because he just had, what, his three best games yeah. of the season. And he was doing better blocking. But... Yep. So, you know, you, you hate to see it, especially a senior. Um, but, um, you know, it is what it is. And it's next yeah. man up. And it's just another opportunity for somebody. Well, yeah, and, and to that point, Taylor, it, it's an opportunity for us to even – Use McCaffrey more. Yeah, right. get him in there. Yeah. Whether yeah. he's just a guy that's out there to you know kind of confuse the defense or make him think something's going to happen out there, right? They're yeah. not gonna, they're not going to show the same attention to Noah as they would McCaffrey. Exactly, exactly. Point, and so they've seen him. It might be a blessing in disguise. They've yeah. seen him enough on film where they're going to when he comes on the field, they're going to be eyeing him and yeah. want to know where he's where he's at. Whether we're getting him the ball actually or he's out there as a decoy, it's going to be big. So um, I definitely love seeing that guy play and uh, seeing the fight out of him. So. Um, you know, back to the, you know, say we do win this game, um, bowl game wise, we're looking at, um, the, um, the red box bowl, which is the, uh, former foster farms bowl up there in San Francisco. Who, who would we match up against? Uh, conference? It would that's, be a Pac-12, wouldn't Pac-12, it? Pac-12. <laughs> yeah. And, UCLA and the Foster Farms. That's right. That's yep. Right. And, uh, well, team, I'm good with that. Team-wise, uh, could they're uh, projecting, if we do make it there, uh, an Arizona State matchup. Oh, damn. So that's a, that's a good matchup. Yeah. That's a good game uh, against another good brand. Yeah. They're coming um, off a huge win. Yeah. Yeah. Upset of Oregon. Shook up the uh, – the CFP, yep. so uh, they're they're trying to find their way to put Alabama back in there, and <laughs> they just need about one more uh, card to fall the right way, and uh, they're going to be putting Bama right back in there. So um, outside of that, so San Francisco um, or the Pinstripe Bowl, which is the uh, bowl game at uh, Yankee Stadium. Yep. So like Zach, I know I know you like to uh, like to hear that. Yep. So um, a potential matchup for there is Florida State. So it's like there's some good yeah, matchups yeah. out there for a bowl win, and you know. 
you know, uh, Bulls want to select Nebraska because of the way we travel. Absolutely. And if that matchup were to happen, do you think Florida State wants to travel to New York City in December to play a bowl <laughs> oh, game? Oh, God, no. Right? No. That's just another day for Nebraska, but yeah. Yeah. not for Florida, not, no. not from Tallahassee. And they're in transition, yeah. and their guys are mental midgets. I mean, if we play Florida State, I'd love that matchup. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Finally get to play Florida State in some cold weather and see what see what they're about. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was either last year uh, that I went to the Pinstripe Bowl, either last year or the year before, and it was like frozen tundra they had to wear like basically like golf cleats to like even break through the ground or whatever so it it would be nice to play one of those florida schools up in the snow which i've always oh, yeah. been a component of like why do we always got to go down to florida and play these guys or right you know i mean it was the last bowl game we were in was the uh the one we in tennessee, tennessee yeah. yeah and we had to go play tennessee and tennessee you know right. it's like it's always it's always that the one before that we went to san francisco and had to play ucla so it's it's just always nebraska and the big 10 schools in general you know having to go to uh you know go to the south go to the exactly go to the, exactly so it is what it is but um one of the things that nebraska has been doing well over this uh stretch even though we've only got one victory out of these last three games, it's you could see the tide starting to change. Um, is the lack of turnovers and lack of penalties? Uh, yeah. Nebraska's playing clean football um, right now. They're averaging on the season five point three penalties a game, and over the last three games, they're averaging two point one penalties. So that's a huge improvement. Yeah, when you're playing mistake free football, it's going to give you a chance to win. And what you've seen the last three weeks, we've we haven't won all three, but we've had a chance to win the game. Yeah. So um, I think that bodes well. Um, what else have you guys seen for the last uh, couple of weeks of Nebraska? I mean, like I said, we've talked about the 500 yards, the uh, lack of turnovers, the lack of penalties. Uh, anything else you guys seen that's kind of starting to turn the page, yeah. or turn the tide, any players or any anything well, that's jumping out? For me, out? it's just like I can really see the players bonding and, uh, and growing together. You know, they're having fun. You know, we played football in college, and, you know, we loved our teammates. We all had a great time. We went out and smashed heads, went as hard as we could, but all loved each other at the same time. That It right. makes you a better team. And I feel like they're starting to really dig into that in these last two weeks. Yeah. They the just, most this last week, too. Yeah, exactly. They're just enjoying playing football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it always helps to win. Zach, yeah. what, what are you seeing out there? Uh, yeah, I mean, continued uh, improvement by the offensive line. I mean, we – For sure. Yes, absolutely. Sure. It's been a while since – our offensive line just straight pushed around a team, and we saw that on Saturday. And then it's it's one game, but we saw the linebackers flying around a lot Saturday. And, yeah. you know, more specifically, Will Honus. I mean, even Mo Berry was out there making plays. Um, Colin Miller. Colin Miller, Colin Miller sure. had his best game of the year, yep. and it's not close. Yep. And then, you know, just their ability to start making plays like that. We saw a blitz on Saturday where Jojo Doman was Jojo. close to being touched or breathed down <coughs> right to the quarterback sack. Yep. I don't know that we've seen that once this year either. So the fact that he just came free uh, on a design blitz and made a play like that is really, really also encouraging, um, you know, yeah. going into a team where uh, playing against a team like Iowa, they don't make a lot of mistakes and they're right. very sound on the offensive line. If we can start to confuse them and mix things up like that, we're going we're gonna to get them in a place where we can – we can kind of get them on their heels and and potentially get the win. Yeah, yeah. What uh, have you guys seen a lot of Iowa this year? Have you guys seen uh, a lot of Iowa at, action? At spots? Yeah, like I haven't yeah. watched too many full games, but I have watched them on offense pretty close. Right. Their two running backs are they're serviceable, but they're neither of them are game breakers. They've had better running backs in the past. Yep. One guy's a true freshman. He's solid, but yeah, he's still the kid a from Georgia. Yep. yep. And he's a pretty highly touted guy. He's solid. He's good, but he's right. not perfect. And then the other guy, Makai Sargent. He has his moments. He's a little bursty, but he's not a game-breaker by any means, yeah. and he does some stupid stuff. So I think that also helps us on defense. Yeah. And Nate Stanley's having about as good a year as Martinez. You know, he's, yeah. 
he's kind of just been, been ho-hum. You know, he'll have his hot moments. I mean, the other week he had over 300 passing yards but no touchdowns. Right, right. I mean, that's – I mean, that's – you don't see that very often. And I, I just think as a whole team, they've – you know, they do have eight wins, but they've kind of been disappointing. Yeah. You know, they've their losses are very, very quality losses, don't yeah. get me wrong, but you know, they're hanging around with, with some teams they probably shouldn't be, both on wins and losses. So yeah. they're you know, they're they're gonna do their thing, they're gonna be tough, they're gonna be sound, but you know, I think this is a team that we match up well with compared to or a lot better with than the past couple of years that we've played them. Yeah. Yep. And let's not forget, last year they barely beat us. They converted on fourth down, yeah. kicked a field goal when time ran out, and that's how they beat us. And yep. the undefeated season that we was, beat ourselves. Yeah. yeah. That was a uh, that was a ball. I went to that game last year out there in Iowa City, and uh, you know when Ferentz went for it on fourth down, and they threw the pass or whatever to Hawkins. Yeah. I mean, just a very bold move, and uh, you know, I like I said, I hate Iowa, but I respect them. I respect their program, what they yeah. do. Oh, they yeah. know who they are. They have an identity. So. Uh, um, but yeah, the offensive wise this year for Iowa, they've been, they've struggled to put up, uh, points, you know, um, they're having the same trouble as us converting points in the red zone, you know, getting touchdowns instead of field goals. So I was been in a lot of 17, 13, yep. 20 to 17 games. Um, so I, I think that this game is going to be one of those games. I see, I see it shaking out to, uh, like a 24, 20 game. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska's going to need to score over 20 to win this game. Absolutely. We're not going to win this game 13, 10 or anything like that so i like the way that our offense is move, move in and i like being at home and it's senior day yeah so this is uh the senior's last chance to uh to um you know play at memorial stadium you know obviously even if we get a bowl or whatever it's not gonna be at home so this is senior day um you know a couple seniors that have put in a lot of time for nebraska um especially along the uh, uh on the defensive side yep. with the uh, mo berry the davis twins um alex davis uh lamar jackson yeah. i mean I guess, what would you say, you know, what, how would you guys describe Lamar Jackson's four-year Nebraska career? I mean, came in here highly touted. How, have you, how would you describe Lamar Jackson's four years at Nebraska? For me, I'd say it was a roller coaster, but it's it's on the upward trend. He yep. was my least favorite Husker for about two and a half years. I actually <laughs> really hated the guy as a yep. player. Um, but he's really turning around, and uh, he's doing it the right way. And I think he's playing really good football for the most part. Yep. He's not afraid to tackle. He's you know he's getting dirty. He's doing his job. He's fundamentally sound. I think he's a I think he's a quality player. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, I mean this with Lamar Jackson. This isn't a word you really throw around a lot for college football players anymore. But loyal, loyalty, yeah. Yeah. And, and gritty. You know, yeah. you don't see a lot of these kids. You know, deal with the adversity that he did, and you know he. You know, you can say adversity, uh, you, whether you're sitting on the bench or whatever, but the guy's been playing and he's been criticized, yep. you know, heavily, every which way. <laughs> yep. And benched, been he benched. got benched. And then, you know, that was that was just the point where he he turned things around. And, and you know, we we got to thank him as a player for this season because he's definitely overperformed in comparison to the last three three years and absolutely you know, we'll miss him on that on that corner spot next year yeah. Yeah. yeah no he's definitely elevated his game for his senior year he's got a kid you know all those things yep. became really, a dad this yeah, year yeah he's really pushing his game which is why i think senior day because it does have a special effect on seniors like you really do step your game up and you're way more focused and you just it, it elevates everything and i think for him, it's definitely going to elevate him. He's going to have to play physical. They're yep. going to run the ball. Exactly. You know, I think he's going to step up big time. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how those seniors perform. You know, the Davis twins, Mo Berry, uh, Lamar. It's like I'm ready to see what you know what they have left in there. You know, yeah. can they give us one more one more game? You know, can they yeah. give us one more effort and knock off? These guys haven't beat Iowa in their career. I know, yeah. You know? So it's um, you know, it's just a lot on the line, and it's uh, it's good to have a a big time. 
at least big time uh, between in the, here in the Midwest uh, game going on. You know, it's been a while since Nebraska's played in a meaningful game. Um, so it's just, uh, you know, this is what, you know, after, like we said, after a season that was, uh, you know, looking terrible at the at the midway through the year, what we went six weeks without without a win, yeah. you know, four losses and two, two bye weeks. So we went six weeks without seeing Nebraska win. Um, but, you know, we could, like you said, we could tell towards the end of the season that, the tide was starting to turn, and uh, I hope they keep turning the page, and I hope to see more of Martinez play. Yeah. I mean, I think, you, like I said, when the season's done, it's going to come out that Martinez has had some, there's something's up with his shoulder, something's up with his knee. Um, it's, see, it's good to see him just kind of, uh, you know, competing through it and uh, getting better as the season's going on. Um, any possibility you guys think of a possible uh, quarterback competition next season? Or, you know, with like you said, Vedrills came in, and I thought Vedril, I didn't think there was a letdown when he came in. No. Obviously, McCaffrey is a game-breaker. Yeah. I don't think he's the best thrower of the ball in the world, but uh, he's, he's a game-breaker. So any possibility there is a uh, quarterback uh, competition or controversy next year? I, I don't think right away. Yeah. You know, like if, if Martinez falters and McCaffrey makes a bunch of plays and looks like the best player, yeah. that will stir up some drama, but... If everything stays on the same trajectory, I don't think there'd be a QB, you know, controversy at least going into the season. Right. I think a lot rides on this game. Unfortunately, you know, yeah. we we've seen the best and the worst of Martinez this season. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we prefer the best, but you know, if it's coming down to it, and we're you know we're entering the second half and we're we're struggling on offense, and Martinez struggles have kind of resurfaced. I think that we need to we need to look long and hard at what what we want to accomplish. In the second half and going forward, yeah, and do what we need to do to to get the W. Yeah, whatever we got to do to win is yeah. what what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about him improving through the season, had a decent game last week, uh, but uh, you know he had that one terrible throwback where beautifully designed play, tight end was leaking across the back and just I mean completely underthrew it, and that was his one interception of the day. Yeah. And then his actual one of his two touchdowns should have been another right. interception. So um, you still you st- you see glimpses of the old uh, Martinez, but you also see a lot of things that you you know make a lot you of good. A lot of yeah good, like, right. you make you want to pull out your hair. But um, I think you know going to next season, the job's going to be his to lose. But um, I think he's going to be on a shorter leash mm-hmm. because Definitely. these guys have came in and uh, show that they're more than serviceable. So yeah. um, it's not a bad thing to have competition. No, I think that's going to be <laughs> anywhere. The best player he can be yeah anywhere in the on the field, but uh, especially in the quarterback room, uh, competition. And, you know, it brings the best out of people. And sometimes it makes them crumble. And the guys that crumble aren't the guys you yeah. want in the foxhole with you. No way. Those so are the guys going to be transferring. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's what the portal's for. Right. So, um, but, uh, so for, it's Wednesday. What do you guys got for going on? Tomorrow's Turkey Day. What, uh, what do you guys got going on for uh, Turkey Day and then uh, for the game Friday? Um, just going to my mom. She's having some people over. Gonna hopefully watch my Cowboys get a win. We, we need a we need a bounce back win. It was a ugly game overall against the Patriots, but uh, surprise, surprise, the Patriots get a call at the end to kind of uh, yeah, to, that was stall us on our weird uh, tripping call, huh? Yeah, yeah, that is what it is. I think everyone in the NFL is pretty used to that. But um, <laughs> a little aside, home cooking. Yeah. Aside from that, um, I will be attending the game. I'm gonna gonna bundle up and yep. get my rain and cold gear on and. Uh, got, I get do the class filled up. Yep, I do have a, a buddy coming from Iowa who isn't is a Hawkeye fan. Yeah, oh, got our, got yeah. our normal friendly twenty dollar bet on the game, and 
Hopefully, I can actually uh, win that this year because he's he's taking me. I was going to say, yeah, he's, he's got for take, 80 bucks. Yeah, yeah, got a couple twomps yeah, out of you. I'm going to need that 20 back. Uh, <laughs> so, no, just hoping for the best. And it's uh, Memorial Stadium is going to be rocking. It's going to be a fun atmosphere. It's mm-hmm. going to be football weather. You're going to have all the elements in the cold. And, you know, I think uh, I think we're going to get it done. Yeah. yeah. Drew, uh, what's going on tomorrow for Turkey Day? And then uh, what do you got going on Friday for the game? Yep. So, tomorrow I'm going to my wife's uh, side of the family for Turkey Day. Yep. Yeah, up in um, Omaha? Or? Yep, up in Omaha. Yep. And then I'm really excited because this will be the first Friday, Husker Friday versus Iowa, that I don't have to work. Perfect. So I'll be enjoying Get the game Get to sit back and enjoy it. From my couch. Hey, that's that's my favorite place to watch a game, to oh, tell yeah. you the truth. Um, yeah, myself uh, heading down to the uh, the in-laws down in uh, beautiful Plattsmouth, Nebraska. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> going to do that uh, tomorrow. And then uh, me and the uh, – the uh, fiance are heading to the game Friday, and uh, like I said, I think we're going to get a win. I like twenty-four to twenty, the good yeah. guys, um, to pull out, pull it out, and uh, you know, turn this season on its head. Oh, you know, man. I mean, after so much turmoil, what's happened in this season? You know, a six and six finish, and then maybe a bowl win to get to seven and six. I mean. It uh, would have everybody feeling a whole lot different heading into next season, which uh, you know, unfortunately, would lead to the uh, the cor- the Kool Aid being poured up heavy. Uh, you know, <laughs> we turn this around, proje- yeah, uh, yeah, we turn this around and get to a uh, seven and six record. Um, I think that uh, you know, come <laughs> come March and <laughs> spring football, that uh, people will start drinking that Kool Aid again. Thinking, oh, yeah. oh we've got to win the Big Ten West, and you know, this is the year. So, um, but we need to focus on this game at hand. And uh, it really will rewrite the story of our season, though, if we can end with a win, get bowl eligible. I mean, we were all pretty much in depression mode for a while midseason. Yeah, it was um, it was doom and gloom there yeah. for uh, six weeks of football. So, um, you know, things can change quickly, but uh, it all starts Friday. Um, you know, if we do get to that se- uh, seven wins, seven and six, the uh, schedule for next season sets up uh, – Nicely for Nebraska to have a hot start and get off to uh, good off to a good record. Um, you know, we start the season next year is uh, the year we start with a conference game. So we play Purdue for our first game, and then we've got Central Michigan, South Dakota State, Cincinnati, Northwestern Illinois as our first six games. So all uh, quote unquote winnable games. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think that Nebraska will probably be favored in their first seven games. So I wouldn't um, overlook Purdue though. They got their guys coming back. They got some recruits. The, yeah, the offenses. You know, they they got a they got a formidable offense. Yeah, yeah. We're I'm gonna not gonna be out for them though. They, oh yeah, yeah. They beat us. I'm not gonna them. sleep on Purdue, but. Uh, and, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati, too, Cincinnati this year would fucking dog walk us. So oh, I'm yeah. definitely not going to overlook them. But uh, you know, the beginning of the schedule next year sets up sets up nicely if uh, we're actually going to do something. So, um, but um, any final words on this uh, Iowa hate week? Many uh, any stories? Any uh, Iowa hatred or just uh, a go big red? Or let's wrap it up, fellas. Well, um, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, Iowa's best season probably ever. They went 12 and 0, and then they. Got beaten the Big Ten Championship, and Christian McCaffrey's still running for the touchdown right now. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, but oddly enough, that season, they just went ahead and bought themselves some uh, some rings for, for their yeah. own, for memorable seasons. Yeah, so I'm sure they printed one of those uh, banners of theirs. That's, yeah, that's kind of where they're at. I mean, you look back, and we fired Bo after he beat them in yeah. Iowa City because he's only winning nine games. So. Right. The expectations are much different for these programs. I like I like us to win 16-10. to 10. Um, I think we get one touchdown, three field goals. Um, we'll maybe give up a, a touchdown early and then just hold them to a field goal the rest of the game. But 
Nope. Uh, just thanks to the seniors and go Big Red. True. Uh, for me, I, I also like us. You know, I think um, <clears throat> everything's set up the right way for us to get the W. It's going to be a heavyweight slugfest. I think our defense steps up. We're going to be froth at the mouth, flying around like our hair is on fire. Yep. We're going to make some plays on offense. You know, I think we play a really good game, and it's going to be a tough battle, but I think we get that W. Yeah, I think we're getting it too. Um, you know, the f- best thing I heard about Iowa this week was the uh, – uh, it said Iowa. I'm okay with average, <laughs> and I I thought that was just uh, summed Iowa up perfectly. I mean, it's 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 great. So, um, you know, Iowa's best season ever ended with uh, zero conference championships and zero bowl wins. So it just tells you what kind of program they are, and uh, we need to reestablish our dominance uh, as big brother and little brother. So uh, I think we go out there and do that Friday and uh, get get Nebraska headed right in the right direction. So. Go Big Red, and uh, we'll see you guys next week uh, for a victory. <laughs> for a victory, so yes, sir. All right, go Big Red.